hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and we have a very, very, very special show today. If there's anything you ever wanted to know about salmonoids, Pacific salmon, how to catch them, how to eat them, where they are, their life cycle patterns, by the time we finish with this show, you'll know everything you need to know. Uh, in studio with me right now is we have Jeff Stevens, who's director of marketing for one, if I, I don't know if it's one of or the finest resorts in Alaska. Now, there, are, there are plenty of fine resorts in Alaska, but Waterfall Resort is actually the most popular resort in Alaska um, with over 30 years in business and uh, having hosted over 50,000 guests. Holy smokes. It's a, it's a pretty unique place. I know a little special. bit about the story as to why it is where it is. Yeah, we've only got about a minute, but do you want to mention that real quick? Sure. It started back in 1912 as a seafood cannery, went on to break world records for production, actually shipped canned salmon out to our allied troops during World War II, and uh, was converted into to a uh, sport fishing resort um, back in 1982. And uh, that's how it is today. It's really just one of the finest places on earth, in my opinion. Well, you're not going to get arguments from me. but uh, And then we're also going to, in the next segment, we're going to bring in... Uh, the, we have uh, Scott McKelvey, who is the director of operations? That's correct. And so, And he's also an, uh, a guide... So Scott was uh, came up through the ranks as a fishing guide at first, and mm-hmm. he was so good, and his expertise was so profound in our area um, that he now runs the operations um, for Waterfall Resort and oversees all of the guides um, for our 27 uh, fishing boat mm-hmm. fleets. Well, we didn't take call-ins on this show for obvious reasons, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of questions that you and I are going to have to figure out who wants to know the answers to. But I can tell you, anything you want to know about Pacific Salmon, you're going to know by the end of the show. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and make sure that you go to fishtalkradio.com, and you can always listen to this show as many times as you want in case you miss something. So, uh, Jeff, if you wouldn't mind hanging in, and we're going to come back with Scott, and we'll be back with you shortly with Fish Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Bart Hall, and I'm here to tell you about the Fred Hall Show, the ultimate outdoor experience, March 4th to the 8th at the Long Beach Convention Center. People often ask me, what is a Fred Hall Show? Well, it's the largest consumer fishing show in the world, California's largest boat show, the most fun international travel show in the West, and Southern California's finest hunting show. I love these shows, not just because my family name is on them, but because generations of Californians have grown up loving these events with me. Every year, the shows are different, but this year, we will be celebrating the greatest saltwater fishing season in over 30 years. We believe that this will be our best Fred Hall show ever. The show is packed with thousands of high-quality fishing, fly fishing, travel, camping, and dive exhibits. There are over 400 interesting seminars and dozens of family fun events, including the world's greatest knife thrower. There will be more boats on display than ever before. My grandchildren keep asking me if it's time for Papa's show. Yes, it's time for Papa's show. The exceptional Fred Hall show, March 4th to the 8th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Details at fredhall.com. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. You get a line and I'll get a pole, honey. You get a line and I'll get a pole, babe. You get a line and I'll get a pole, we'll go down. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan Studio, and we have Jeff Stevens, Director of Marketing for the Waterfall Resort. And as we know, the waterfall, if it's not the, it's one of, and according to Jeff, it probably is the finest resort in all of Southeast Alaska. And the reason that it was picked to be where it is is because the location was such that, uh, go ahead and repeat that real quick. Sure. The uh, location of Waterfall Resort was originally a seafood cannery that was chosen based on the local legends of the amazing um, sport fishing, the amazing fishing that was uh, right off the shores there on the west coast of Prince of Wales Island. And there are a lot of reasons why the fishing is so spectacular right there at that location. And so you fly into Ketchikan? That's correct. Oh, yeah. by the way, I believe that the, uh, Delta now is starting to fly in. So it's not just Alaska. It's getting easier. And there's a little bit of competition going on to get up there. So it's so easy. You just fly into Ketchikan, take off in a float plane, or maybe spend the night and enjoy Ketchikan, and then fly on out. And that, that's correct. Yeah. Now, the, the um, Delta coming into the Ketchikan market has actually created a little bit of a price war we're seeing. So it's, oh, uh, darn. it's a great time to, <laughs> yeah. uh, to go ahead and book flights into Ketchikan if that's uh, of, of interest to you this summer. Uh, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. And the summer, the season is? Well, the, the season typically runs for Waterfall Resort between um, early June to late August, and that really is timed by the salmon season. So we see the, the salmon runs coming in from the deep ocean um, right about that time. And, um, okay. You know, Scott, do you want to talk a little bit about the different types of, of salmon that are out there and, and that we catch at Waterfall Resort and how they, they might be timed differently over the course of the summer? Sure. Uh, well, first off, Waterfall, we we pretty much target three different types of uh, salmon. We target the king salmon, also known as the Chinook, the coho salmon, which many people con, uh, call the silver salmon, and also the pink salmon. Uh, early in the season, usually starting in May, the king salmon will start moving into our area. This will continue until about mid-July, with the strongest runs being that mid-June, uh, first week of July. So our guests that come up during that time frame are targeting pretty much straight kings, excellent fishing. And then as July starts rolling in, usually around the 1st of July through the 10th of July, we'll actually see a little overlap with the coho salmon or silver salmon moving in. And our strongest runs will start picking up about mid-July. So uh, we get a little overlap where you get uh, – opportunity to target both species there in July, the kings and silvers. And then the pink salmon usually end up rolling in a little bit later in July and will continue through the end of the season. I know... Please, go ahead. Well, I was going to say real quickly, you mentioned a couple different things. Uh, for some reason, every salmon has two names. <laughs> uh, and so that if maybe you could clear up that confusion. A lot more than two, depending on the Indians. But to clear up the confusion of what we're talking about, would you mind saying uh, what those are? Well, actually, every species of salmon has a lot more than two names. There's, oh, no, no, I'm really confused. There's the Chinooks, the, oh, yeah, okay. there's Chinook salmon, which is commonly called king salmon, which some people call springer, some people call tai, some people call blackmouth, and the list goes on and on. But 
the most common name is King, King Salmon, mm-hmm. but the true name is a Chinook Salmon. Okay, and then and the proper name for a Silver Salmon is called a Coho, C-O-H-O, Coho Salmon. A little smaller than the King Salmon, uh, but a lot more acrobatic in the fight. And they're commonly known as silver salmon. Uh, and then there's the pink salmon, which is also nicknamed the humpy. Um, they for, are for a little reason. smaller mm-hmm. yet. But, yeah, it's all those species, actually. I mean, there's probably 10 different names mm-hmm. that, depending right. on what location you're in, we'll call it something different. Okay. But the true names are... Chinook, coho, and pink. Right. And then, uh, of course, the pink has a little hump on its back, so it's called a? Well, called a humpy, correct. <laughs> okay. And that, <laughs> and then, that, that happens uh, yeah. primarily with the males during the spawning state right. uh, as they're going and, up in the river. Yeah, and I don't know, you know, in, in clo- closer in, I don't know if you guys ever find them or not, but there's also a salmon that's... that's uh, Every once in a while, you see it on the store, and it's really cheap in the grocery store, where there's a reason for that. Um and it's, it is Alaskan salmon, but they don't really tell you what it is. And it's traditionally, I think, used to f- feed the sled dogs, hence it is called the... You're talking about the chum salmon, which is also known as a dog salmon. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But also the dog salmon or chum salmon, uh, as they re- reach maturity and start going into the fresh water, they develop large canine teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, very similar to the sheep head of Southern California, oh. if you will. Well, I'll tell you what, well, they they are fun to catch, especially, you know, in, in the ocean. And they're, boy, they're, they're bulldogs. You get oh, yeah, I, I believe a chunk salmon actually pulls harder than a mm-hmm. silver salmon pound for pound. And, and you mentioned uh, the, the silver salmon. An interesting thing about them is if you've ever gone up there, you can almost always tell when you get a silver because it, as soon as it's hooked, it comes out of the water. Very true. Yeah, they're much more acrobatic than most of the other salmon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, on, on average, I've I've seen sixty-pound king salmon jump out of the water, thinking <laughs> they're silver salmon. But on the average, a silver salmon is much more acrobatic than mm-hmm. any of the other salmon species we catch. We actually see a number of guests that choose their dates to come to the resort based on what kind of salmon they want to catch. Exactly. And so we, we so actually... The silvers usually run... The kings are first and the silvers are later. Right. And so we have our King Salmon Jackpot Challenge, which is a, a, a special tournament uh, during our opening uh, days um, where guests compete to see who catches the biggest king salmon. Um, and then later on in the season when the silvers run, we actually have a couple of other uh-huh. programs as well. There's one point in time actually where the pink salmon will swim up... Up the creek all the way up to the waterfall that the resort is named for. <laughs> and so it's great to be able to go and, and see. So you're out on your deck and you drop a line in the water. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and uh, yeah, it's we have a whole observation platform where you can see the black bears uh, going out there and just having a feast on them. So it's, it's a well, fun time. Yeah, another thing is, well, uh, if Scott, would you go through the life cycle of a salmon? Uh, well, for the Chinook salmon, from the time that uh, basically they're starting out, they're going to spend about a year to 18 months in the freshwater river systems. From there, they'll move downstream, spend about six months in estuaries and down at the mouth of the streams, uh, and then they'll go out to sea. And they, the fishing game biologists, nobody's really sure what their full migration path is for each different run, for each river or anything else. I mean, they tag them, everything else, but it's like they vanish. And so they'll be gone for anywhere from a year to seven years in the ocean before starting to return. It's when they're returning that are coming back towards the shore to feed uh, that they're able to actually start tracking them again. But for a while, they disappear. And they're not sure where. That, that, and, go ahead, please. No, I was going to say it is interesting because I've heard you know as they you normally find them when they're coming back in to spawn, uh, but you know they might be out there for what two, three to five years. How long do they stay in the ocean? Uh, anywhere from one year to uh, I think eight years is what they say, but mm-hmm. generally speaking, it's four to five years. That's right. what most, most systems are. Four so to when five they come years. back in, that's when you see them. And where they go after that, nobody really knows for sure, huh? 
Well, after the after you see them inside, they're coming back in the spawn. No, no, right, but, but when they go where, out. Where they right. are between right. the estuary and returning into the river system. Right. Yeah, nobody really knows where they where they go. And, you know, I, I imagine that's probably a good thing because otherwise uh, – <laughs> You and might find, find yeah. people targeting them year round. Yeah, you know different right. user groups, and right. you know, I'm not throwing well, fishermen and, under and the bus or anything. But okay. you know, it's easier to. Tr- Right. Well, we're we're going to be up against a break here in about twenty seconds, um, and the other thing is that we've mentioned real quick is that when they go upstream and spawn, and they kind of float back down to the river, it creates a a whole different uh, ecosystem for the other uh, wildlife. But we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Be sure and tune into FishTalkRadio.com and join us on Facebook at Fish Talk uh, Radio, and we see if we can get some contests. Oh, there's always something going on. Give us a call. Be right back with you on Cork Fish Talk Radio. It's time for the 69th annual Fred Hall Show, the ultimate outdoor experience March 4th to the 8th at the Long Beach Convention Center. The biggest fishing show, biggest boat show, biggest travel show, biggest outdoor recreation event of the year. It's the nation's number one show. Don't miss the Mammoth Licks Kids Fish Free Trout Pond, the Ram Ultimate Air Dogs, the Costa Sporting Chef Cafe, the Savage Deer Bass Tank, the Accurate Real Saltwater Tank, Air Gun Ranges, Archery, Casting, and dozens of family fun activities. Over 400 continuous seminars presented by Progressive Insurance, Cousins Tackle, Hobie Kayaks, and the World Fishing Network. Enter to win a custom Sea of Cortez fishing trip to Rancho Leonero, a pair of accurate fishing reels, or a Hobie Pro Angler Kayak. Kids free, kids fish free, active military free. The 69th annual Fred Hall Show, March 4th through the 8th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Details at fredhall.com. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have the pleasure of Jeff, who is the marketing manager for Waterfall, and I hear rumors that there might be something else involved in that, too. We'll talk about later. And then we also have uh, Scott on the line, who is the director of operations, and he's that because he was such a successful guide up at Waterfall. And right before we left, we were talking a little bit about the life cycle of the salmon. So if you wouldn't mind continuing on that a little bit, Scott. Okay, uh, I think we were discussing the king salmon uh, when we went to break. And basically, on the average, the fish are staying out in the ocean for four to five years before 
returning to their streams to spawn. Uh, that's like in our area, that's, that's prime time. Uh, they're coming back and feeding on the bait fish, traveling up and down the, the West Coast of Prince of Wales, feeding on the bait fish. And that's, you know, why we have our season when we do, because, you know, the fish are in the area chasing those bait fish. Uh, on to the coho salmon or the silver salmon. Basically, they're going to be in the fresh water for a year to 18 months. And from there, they're going to continue out in the ocean. And they're going to be gone for about another two years, approximately. So they're going to be returning as three-year-old fish. Some of them will be returning as four-year-old fish. Uh, doing the same type of pattern. Everything's about bait fish. It's all about the amount of food that's in your isn't area. That, isn't that always true? Isn't that always true? Yeah. It, it is. And... As the bait fish move up and down the coast and areas that have the right topography to hold the bait fish in the different bays and, you know, what have you, outcroppings, that's the area that's going to hold your fish for a while. And that's what makes our area so fortunate. Now, um, Scott, I've got a question. We're talking about the life cycle where there's born in fresh water. They go out to the ocean and spend, we're not really sure, could be, like you said, anywhere from one to eight years, usually probably three to five. And then they come back in. And what they have to do before they go upstream is that they have to build up enough uh, energy and fat uh, so they can, you know, sometimes they'll go up, what, 800, 1,000 miles in, in, up the streams? Uh, yes. The, so, I, I think the king salmon will go up as far as almost a thousand, but mm -hmm. um, I really don't know how far up the, but, the silver salmon uh, but, or the other species go. But normally when they get into fresh water, they stop feeding, right? So they have to, when they're out getting ready to go upstream, they're going to be, you know, stuffing themselves like, I guess, a bear in the fall. Absolutely. Yeah, this is one of the reasons why we do the saltwater sport fishing at Waterfall Resort instead of doing the, the freshwater fishing for the salmon. Because once they enter the stream, as you mentioned, they start losing their energy, losing their body mass. And if you're going to if you're going to eat the salmon that you catch. A lot of oil. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you you want that that when they were right at, at their yeah, peak. Yeah, that's they, where it's at. Absolutely. But, uh, so that that means, well, that's why. You know, it's 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 such a great grounds because you've got the food there, and these salmon are getting ready to go upstream. So they're they're voracious eaters, right at right? their peak. Yep, yep. And Scott, give us some ideas about how to catch. Let's let's go ahead and stay with the kings for right now. Is okay. Is uh, what you what methods you use? Do you use bait? Do you use artificial? Do you use downriggers? Give us an idea what you use. Well, I can tell you what we use at Waterfall and at Steamboat Bay which is actually different than what they use out of Ketchikan. Um, on the west coast of Prince of Wales, the most popular popular way of fishing is actually using bait. Uh, we're using a herring that has been, we call it cut plug. Essentially, the head's cut off at an angle, uh, and then we thread a double hook set up through it. So as that bait is pulled through the water, it actually spins. And the idea behind it is to act like an injured bait fish. Mm -hmm. And we have a small outboard motor going, known as a kicker engine. And it's just enough to let us work the different edges and the different structure uh, that we're hoping is holding bait fish and the larger king salmon. And we're working that bait from the surface to the all the way down to the bottom and then back up. You, we found that... It works better by dropping it down and winding it up, dropping back down, just because you're working the whole water column. If you just put your rod into a rod holder and say you have it at 60 feet and you're 90 feet of water or 120 right. feet of water, you're only covering that one small area mm -hmm. of the water column. So by keeping it moving, you're actually moving down. much okay. Much more through the Good whole waterfall. Good tips. Mm -hmm. now, Things to work a lot better. So is this with a downrigger or with the weight that you put on it no no we do not use downriggers um i really don't know anybody on the west coast of prince of wales and well at least in our within 40 miles each way of us that really use downriggers uh everyone's mooching we're Just using a, a four ounce slicker. torpedo weight mm -hmm. some people call it keel weight banana weight uh and about a six to eight foot leader coming off of that. Hmm. 
And Scott, the um, the fishing the whole water column is one of the things that our guests do because in addition to the the king salmon and the silver salmon, there's more than 20 different varieties of sport fish that they can catch. And so you may as well, if you got your hook in the water, you may as well go for as many as you can, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I guess what he likes. Uh-huh. Look at it, but it's kind of disheartening when you're trying to target king salmon and uh, you're coming fish. up yeah. with rockfish or or miscellaneous other species because you know at that point your your heart is set on catching something that's really going to pull hard and bite and you know that dream salmon that sure. big king salmon and. You're catching, you know, whether it's a halibut or a rockfish, a ming cod, what have you. Um, yeah, you it's, know, a, so it's a I, rough that's time. Why I kind of sound a little hesitant, like, oh, well, yeah, I guess. Because, <laughs> you know, we know what you every, want. Yeah, it, it's so a rough time so when you. People want to target the different salmon. It's a rough catching time when you have to catch. And, uh, there's so many rockfish and yeah. halibut and stuff like that that. Um, it, it's never an issue. I'm going out and trying to. Well, you know, let's let's kind of let's kind of diverse a little bit. Um, I tell you what, if you hook into a big ling, uh, and I've heard of them called the the lingosaurus, mm-hmm. you know, where this thing's four feet long and its head's a foot wide, and it looks yeah. like something out of Jurassic Park. They are very very tasty, and they you know they're a lot of fun to pull on. So you know, you get into one of those, which you don't find too much down here because they don't get much pressure up there. And then, of course, the halibut. Do you do? You, or do you go out targeting halibut? Do we? Yes, we do at okay. times. Mm-hmm. I'm, well, actually, I should say we do. We fish halibut all the time, but um, so often we catch them, like which was just mentioned, when you're you're fishing salmon, you catch really? incidentals in between that you don't have to make your runs offshore because we caught them closer in. So. Uh, but no, there's there's quite often that we'll actually pack up the gear and and head out and try and for bigger halibut. Uh, Scott, you've uh, waterfall's been there. I think you said about thirty years. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed a difference in the fishing uh, due in particular to the commercial uh, catch of uh, the larger halibut and some of the other things? Have you noticed a difference? Well, that's an interesting question. I. And I might get in trouble with a lot of my sport fishing buddies and what have you. I don't place the blame on the commercial fishermen. I say, have I seen a change in the size of fish? Yes, I have. Do I think it's the commercial fisherman's fault? No. I think it's all our fault. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, you know, the commercial fishermen take fish, but they're restricted by quotas. Their quotas have been cut back over the years. Just the same as the sport slash charter fishermen. And we're all going out there and catching fish. So I think we all have an equal responsibility mm-hmm. uh, in what has happened to the fishery. Well, I can, um, I can remember a time when you go down to Cabo and you catch a big marlin and you bring it in and hang it up and you walk away. Okay, and used to kill two marlin a day per boat, and then in Alaska, of course, everybody wants a three hundred pounder. But uh-huh. the you know I'd have a real problem because I love to catch halibut and eat them. But when you get a halibut that's you know let's let's say one hundred and fifty or more, or you know two or three hundred, it could be seventy five or ninety years old that's had millions of eggs. It'd be a tough. Um, it's that, a tough that, one. Actually, that information is not exactly correct. Okay. Uh, according to IPHC, which is the International Pacific Halibut Commission, a mm-hmm. 27-year-old uh, female can weigh 450 pounds. Holy smokes. So the halibut, to say, are like 75 to 90 years old, that's incorrect. They're not, they're not that slow-growing like that when it comes to the female mm-hmm. species. The males rarely, rarely get over 90 pounds. Uh, oh. And... Uh, it's the females that grow larger, mm-hmm. which is, you know, fairly now, common don't in they, the fishery. Aren't they amorphic? Don't the males turn into females after a certain point? Negative. Oh, that's another that's another myth. I've never, yeah, okay. no, not not from what I've okay I've read from the different okay. Uh, well, I, I guess the point is, we're going to be up against another break, but the point is, if you get a bigger fish, 
it's a female, it's brooding stock. And although it might be impressive to hang it up, you don't want to take those out of the water and kill them. Right. Well, yeah, I, I know we're going to break, but if yeah. you like, I can I can respond. Okay. To no, we what can do the that. Latest, there you go. Latest halibut information. That's is. what we're looking for. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. We'll, we'll do that because I, I again I I want to know, and that's what's okay. so fun about this show is I get to learn something every week. And we are listening, of course, to Fish Talk Radio, and we have some very interesting expert gentleman from Waterfall Resort and if there's anything else that you want to know about um, Pacific Salmon we're still we're still here and we got more time to cover it so go to fishtalkradio.com listen to this show as many times as you like as much as you want and join us on Facebook so we'll be right back on Fish Talk Radio I'm Bart Hall, and I've got great news. The most powerful and critically acclaimed national angler's rights organization is coming to California. The Coastal Conservation Association works to conserve marine resources and anglers' access to them. CCA Cal is just beginning. If you join us at the Fred Hall Shows, you'll get into the show for free, receive vouchers worth over $150, and be entered into drawings worth thousands of dollars. It's the right thing to do, and it's a great value. Come join us at the Fred Hall Show March 4th through the 8th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Protect California fishing. Road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 mpg highway based on V6 4x2. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! Big old trout is just as trout. cool as the evening shade. Well, I toss my line and I haul it. Welcome back. Fish Talk Radio. This is John Henning in studio. And with sitting me in studio, with, with me sitting in studio, is that right? Anyway, anyway <laughs> we, have, we have Jeff from Waterfall Resort, and we also have um, Scott, who is uh, Director of Operations and an expert catching salmon. But right now, we're going to go to a little bit warmer water. 
all the way down to the Sea of Cortez side of Baja California Sur at one of the premier now waterfall. If you're looking for kings, that's where to go. But the East Cape of uh, Baja, you know, is probably one of the best, especially um, year-round and value. It's got to be one of the best things going. And of course, the Van Warmer Resorts, in particular, the Palmas de Cortez, is my favorite. And sitting there right now, looking out over the water, I believe is Eddie. Uh, down hey guys, there you go. Well, it's uh, the season is let's just say warming up, and we got the, yeah. You're going to be hitting the road here again at a lot of the expositions, and hopefully we'll see you there. I know we're going to see you at the Hall Show in Long Beach. Matter of fact, we have Bart Hall that's going to be coming on in a couple of minutes. But give us an idea about how the season is shaping up for the East Cape of Baja. Oh, you know, we're looking to uh, have a great season this year. It's, it really seems reservations have really picked up. A lot of people want to get down here. Um, the fishing has been uh, pretty good, you know, for right now we're kind of in our off season, but even, uh, you know, in the Sea of Cortez, even in the off season, we're catching a lot of a lot of fish. A little bit different than what most people are accustomed to because most people come down uh, summer and uh, and fall for fishing down here. But uh, winter and spring brings a different kind of uh, fishing, and we're, we're mostly doing some bottom, bottom fishing right now. Um, there is a little bit of surface fishing, but we're mostly going after the uh, the cabrillas and the uh, the pargos, your uh, your watchilongos, which are your true red snappers, uh, amberjack. Um, we're going after um, African pompano, uh, things like that. And then uh, we're getting a little bit of action on the on the surface with some dorados and uh, and roosterfish as well. And uh, we even we even had last week a, a, a small tuna that came up um, hmm. about an hour uh, south of the resort. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's and again, last year was a very unusual year. This year, yeah, now there's no such thing as normal, I think. But this year, it looks is it looking about the same as last year? Or is it looking more like what we used to consider normal for as far as the weather patterns and the uh, water temperature? No, you know, I, I think we need to get used to the new normal. Uh, you know, the water temperatures have definitely warmed up um, down here. Um, last year, we had a, a definitely a, a super El Nino year, is what they called it, and uh, you know, we're, we're definitely seeing some warmer waters down here um, all of last year. And, and from all the reports that I've seen um, for, for for 2015, it looks like it's going to be a lot more of the same. We're definitely going to get some warmer waters, so um, we might see a lot earlier fishing. Um, you know, the, the with, with the, uh, the the species. That normally will come in, you know, late June, July are going to come in a little bit earlier. Last year we started, we saw our first uh, good tuna bite was in April, and it was, you know, off and on throughout um, April, May, and June until we kind of settled in uh, to the summer season. So we did see a little bit of an earlier season. So that's something to keep in mind if you're looking to book. Um, you might want to look at doing some fishing in April, May, June. Some of the best weather that we have down here in the East Cape is during that time, that spring, early summer summertime um for me you know it's perfect uh you know 80s is the high 60s is the low not too hot not too cold just about perfect and water temperatures are going to be pushing you know upper 70s low 80s um you know earlier so definitely keep that in mind when uh, you're planning your trip well especially if you're from the uh, upper midwest great lakes or the east coast uh, might as well get on down there Absolutely, yeah, and you know, and, and uh, late fall is a great time too, John. You know, you oh, yeah. come down a lot in uh, right. November, and even in November down here, you know, a lot of places get cold and windy, and you know, November right. down here, exactly. you're looking at upper 80s. Well, I, I like November yeah, well, because the fishing is still really good, but the weather is warm, but it's the water temperatures down into the high to mid 80s. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You can't anyway, really hey Eddie, on. do you mind if we bring Bart Hall on? I'm sure you guys might have a couple of things to talk about, and of course. It, yeah. Is that time of the year? I know you're going to be at the Bart Hall Show in Long Beach. So, Bart, do we have you on the line? Yeah. Hi, John. How are you? Fantastic. And we're having a lot of fun. Of course, we've got Eddie on the line, which I'm sure you've known for many years. Uh, uh-huh. one, of, one of your uh, people that, that always goes to the Hall Show because it's so much fun and so successful. Give us an idea what you got this year. Uh, this is going to be a very interesting year. Um, this is the first year in uh, the last... Uh, six years that the um, the Hall family has the ownership again. We we repurchased oh, it in part, partnership with Duncan McIntosh of uh, the publisher and uh, that's, uh, producer. That's the uh, newspaper and the boat show guy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Sea Magazine, the Log, and the Newport Boat Show, among other things. And w- together we we repurchased the shows. So 
it's a family affair again, and my uh, son and sisters are involved, and so it's kind of a fun deal. But uh, it's been a really yeah. great year because this is, as you know, the best fishing year that anyone can remember in, in history. And um, the same thing has happened to us. It's uh, We've never been sold out so early, and we're in a position right now as we're sitting here turning down exhibitors that we'd love to have so well for the people you know you're reaching people from new york florida and i'll tell you what if you're thinking of coming to southern california for you know just to go to the show but if you're thinking of coming for any reason you don't want to miss this is give us some stats about i believe it's one of or the largest uh uh, fresh or salt salt boating uh, retail show. Give it. What are the? Let me tell it, John. I got okay. I got all that down. Okay. I know. <laughs> so it's it's the world's largest consumer fishing show. So wherever you are, uh, we got, we got something bigger than what you've seen. It's California's largest boat show. It's one of California's largest travel shows and the uh, the finest hunting show in Southern California. There's a lot of other stuff going on. We have dive and we have off road and we have even wakeboarding and skiing and all that stuff. But it's it's called the Fred Hall Shows, the ultimate outdoor experience because there's so much going on. Can't you say it's fishing, boating, hunting? It's it's all of the above, and uh, it takes up an enormous space. The entire Long Beach Convention Center, all the grounds around outside, and then we repeat the same process down in San Diego where we take up nearly 800,000 square feet and do the same thing all over again. So it's uh, a big undertaking. We're small staff, and we're really busy. (laughs) I'm sure you are right now. And the dates are? Uh, the dates are March 4th through the 8th for Long Beach, March 26th to the 29th for Del Mar. So the beginning and the end of March. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that, see, that's why I was trying to remember it, but there's no way I could remember all that stuff that you got there. And no, it's, it's, it's fun it's, for it's a lot of reasons. It's much to talk about, too. I mm-hmm. mean, it, when we do an ad, it's impossible. There's so many things going on. Exactly. You know, our bus- business model is that we provide a full day of family fun activities. When I start listing them, they take two pages. I mean, if I start <laughs> talking about them, we'll be out of time. Hey, Eddie, you're going to the show. Why do you guys go? You know, it's one of the best shows that we do all year. We book more people at that show than any other show. So as an exhibitor, I can tell you that for us, it's a must-do. We have to be there. We have a lot of clients that already come down to the resort that go to that show that we need to say hi to and meet and greet. And we get a lot of new clients from there. And it's by far the biggest, most attended show that we do. So it's, it's a definite must for both consumers and exhibitors to be there. Right. Well, obviously, if you're from you know Central or Southern California, it's a no-brainer. But again, if you're going to be visiting the area or if you don't mind traveling a little bit, because this is not just, uh, well, you don't want to go to Disneyland for one afternoon. And when you go to the Hall Show, you should plan on at least two days because just to walk through it will take two days. Well, there's over, there's going to be, you know, nearly a thousand booths and there's hundreds of boats and we'll do 400 seminars in the five days, (laughs) over 400 seminars, actually. Of course, we have the Mammoth Lakes Kids Fish Free Trout Pond. We have, we'll be doing kayak uh, demonstrations uh, and not just demonstrations. They'll give you lessons on the Hyatt Lagoon. We have casting on the lagoon, but with the vet in Shimano. We have uh, air gun ranges, archery ranges, soft air ranges, laser shot stuff, the Great American Duck Races, the Ram Ultimate Air Dogs. I mean, really, literally, we can you can come and spend all day. We have Jack Dagger, the King of Fling, the world's greatest <laughs> knife thrower. We keep you we keep you busy all day. We keep the kids busy. This is a show that you're when you say you're going to the Fred Hall show, the kids go, oh, yo, let's go. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's not like you you have to drag them. They you have to yeah. drag them away from it. You yeah. can't. It, it, it is exciting, uh, Bart. And one of the things I like about it is when you go there, you're not just uh, meeting some low-level uh, sales rep that showed up just to do that show. The principals are there. The owners of these lodges and operations are there. And, and you get to talk to them face-to-face. And so you get the well, real for me, story. Mm-hmm. For me, that's the favorite, my favorite part of the show, John, is that, you know, I, I, I've been burned many times online looking for a place to stay. It look, everything looks great on the Internet. Mm-hmm. But when you get there, it's not that way, but when you come to the show, you get to meet the people who are going. You're going to be spending your money with. You get to talk with them, shake their hands. It makes a huge difference. Well, yeah, that's that's absolutely for sure. Well, Bart, we're going to be bringing you back on the next uh, the next two weeks, and we'll kind of elaborate on that. But we appreciate, like you said, you know, your time is is very busy right now, so we're going to let you go. But that's March fourth uh, in Long Beach, and the twenty eighth, did you say, in Del Mar? 
uh, 26th to the 29th in Del Mar and 4th okay. to the 8th in Long Beach. Okay, and it's easy to find at the Long Beach Convention Center. Uh, go ahead and go to the website, get your tickets, and if you look around, you might find some specials on ways to get in uh, and benefit uh, some different organizations. Yes, if you join the, the new uh, Coastal Conservation Association of California, you will get in for free, and you'll get a, uh, $150 worth of vouchers to use inside the show, and you'll be entered into prizes to win prizes worth thousands of dollars. Great. So that's, that's, the, that's the new hot thing right now. And, 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 um, Cal, yeah. Right, Bart, congratulations, because the Fred Hall Show was started by your dad, and I'm glad to see that it's all back in the same family. Well, thank you, John. I appreciate okay. that. All righty. Well, we've got just a little bit of quick to, to wrap things up. Eddie, how do we get in touch with uh, Van Wormer Resorts and uh, Palmas de Cortez? You can visit our website at vanwormerresorts.com, or you can call us at a very easy number to remember, 877-777-TUNA. I got that one down. Chucky told me. 877-777-TUNA. And then, of course, you can also go to fishtalkradio.com and click on it from there. But uh, we appreciate that, Eddie, and we're going to be seeing you real soon. Hope it's a great year, and we appreciate having you on. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we're having a great time. We're going to have to end this segment right now, but we enjoyed you tuning in. And make sure you visit us on Facebook, and I think we're going to have some contests going on on the website. So... Talk to you real soon. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. Uh, Before I forget one more time, I was reminded that you need to go to fishtalkradio.com and click on Real 
fun adventures. We've got some stuff putting together, and there's going to be a lot more stuff up there. And I believe George is going to be putting a package up there for Waterfall here in the next couple of weeks. So if there's any place in the world that you want to go, Costa Rica, Belize, Patagonia, Alaska, we're going to have all that stuff available for you. So keep checking out Real Fun Adventures at fishtalkradio.com. Now, right before we left, Scott, I think we are talking about halibut. If you could kind of finish up on that real quick. Sure, yeah. Um, one interesting thing to note is uh, what they found now is that there's no issue with the abundance of halibut up there, but meaning the quantity of them, the population of halibut in southeast Alaska. But what they are finding is a fish that weighed, was X, X years old in the past weighed, you know, whatever, X weight, now that same age fish is now smaller, and that's uh, something that they're not exactly sure of what's Would going on. Would that be on. because there's less food? Um, to be honest with you, I have not heard a biologist or anyone else from IPHC, the North Pacific, North Pacific Fisheries Management Council, actually know, say they know why. Hmm. You know, it's but the mm-hmm. population is very healthy. But it just seems like they're the a little bit smaller. smaller. Hmm. But and that's one reason for this. Uh, what they're doing now is a reverse slot limit in uh, some of the areas, like a the reverse? area we're in, area two C, is going to be. You can keep a halibut under forty-two inches or over eighty inches. Oh. And we were discussing earlier about those three hundred, four hundred pounders right. producing so many eggs. Uh-huh. Yes, it's true that they produce a lot more eggs. But what the council has found is that mid-sized fish, that 75 to 150 pounder, the eggs are actually healthier oh. in that size fish. So it's not a matter of numbers, it's a matter of how, many, how much uh, uh, fry is produced. Well, the fry, if you will, or uh, just the mortality rate after right. they are actually produced. Gotcha. Okay. And... Um, oh. One thing we're doing this year that's new to us is there's a joint program with the commercial fishermen okay. uh, where oh. the charter industry can actually lease part of the quota from so, the commercial oh, fishermen. Oh, because, yeah, and, and you, you know, normally, because it changes every year, but usually one or two fish a year, kings are all you can get, but you're going to make that possible to increase that by doing some trading with the commercial people. Uh, uh, really, actually, actually, in regards to halibut, not with kings. Right, right. Oh, okay, okay. With but halibut. anyway, we've only got about a minute left, so a couple of quick things. Uh, we want to make sure how to get in touch with the uh, Waterfall Resort, and if you want to just give about 30 seconds, you guys are expanding into something even bigger and better? Absolutely. So the best way to find out more about Waterfall Resort is to go to the website, which is waterfallresort.com. That's easy. Absolutely. Or you can give us a call at our uh, reservations desk at 1-800-544-5125. And then our our newest resort, the sister resort of Waterfall Resort, is a brand new luxury resort. It's the premier uh, fishing resort in Alaska. Um, It is the closest lodge to the best fishing in southeast Alaska. It's called Steamboat Bay. Steamboat Bay. Well, I'll tell you what, if it's an upgrade from Waterfall, it doesn't get any better. Okay, we got about 30 seconds now. So, Scott, we appreciate that very much. I thought we are going to have plenty to kind of cover everything, but I guess we'll just have to do it again. Excellent. Thank yeah. you so, so much. We, we did learn a lot. I appreciate that, and I uh, hope everybody out there enjoyed us, and let's get you on up to Alaska this year. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Visit us on fishtalkradio.com. You can listen to this program as many times as you want. Just go to the front page, and there it is. And I appreciate all these guys, and make sure you go to Real funadventures.com or just click off from the website. We've got some great stuff coming up. Appreciate you tuning in. Again, Fish Talk Radio, we appreciate you getting to us. Follow us on Facebook and go to our website. You gone fishing 